Hello and welcome to the Faith and Family Matters podcast, where we talk about issues that strengthen our faith and build stronger family connections. Please join us for today's podcast with our host, William Hemphill II, Pastoral Counselor. Hello, everyone. This is William Hemphill, pastoral counselor, and it has been quite a while since I've been able to talk to you. Uh, I want to talk to you today for a few minutes from the subject, how do you care for your mental health in a pandemic? What are some ways we can care for our mental health in a pandemic? And what made me think about this was I was sitting on the couch with my wife Actually, last night, and we were both talking about how we just felt blah. You know how you have the blahs, you know, you're not really excited about anything and you're just sitting there. And somehow we were watching a program. And in the midst of feeling blah, we started talking about George Floyd and what went on earlier this year. And she made an interesting statement. She said, George Floyd, that happened this year? And I said, yes, it did. As we kept talking, she started saying, no wonder I'm feeling so bad. It feels like just so much has happened this year. Between friends and loved ones getting sick and dying, between a pandemic that's been in the midst, between racial and social unrest, between economic unrest, between all of these things. And so we talked about that, and we continued on with our conversation, and then somehow we started talking about Kobe Bryant, because I'm a Laker fan. And then we both like, that happened this year, too? Then later on, I think we were watching one of our favorite programs that we actually started watching in the pandemic, hadn't been watching before, NCIS New Orleans, new seasons on. And they started the new season in March when the pandemic hit. And they showed how the streets were empty. And I remember sitting there looking at that and thinking, that was this year? Another way of saying it is that it's been a very long and intense year. But in the midst of social unrest, election unrest, health unrest, and so many other things, we are having to find ways to live and continue each day. Now, in my case, I will admit that I haven't done a podcast lately, primarily because I have been overwhelmed. As many of you know who listen, that I am a pastor and a mental health counselor. And I work with people who are dealing with mental health issues, and I work with people who are struggling in their marriages, couples who are facing difficulties. And I will admit, there have been quite a few couples who have faced difficulties. And understand that the stress of a pandemic has magnified 
a lot of those difficulties. And so I will admit that many times I've been so busy that I've barely had time to catch my breath or do some of the care that's necessary for myself. During this time, I've experienced my own struggles with family, and life has been full of adjustments and changes. And guess what, everybody? We're not done yet. 2020 is not over, but guess what? Life is also not over. And so what I wanted to do for a couple minutes today here is just give you some of the ways that I've tried to keep my sense of stability, I will say most of the time during this season. I say most of the time because I have had my own struggles also, like I'm sure many of you have. But there are some things that I have done that have allowed me to stay grounded and to stay mostly stable during this season. The first thing is this. My faith has kept me grounded. My faith in Christ has kept me grounded. Trusting that in the midst, God is seeing me, my family, my loved ones, and so many, all of us through, seeing all of us through, has helped me. And there are some particular practices I often do. Sometimes it's reading a passage of scripture and thinking on it. Sometimes it is to prepare a sermon, but then other times I just sit and think on that passage. And it might be one passage a week that I meditate on over and over again in order to draw what strength out of it it can give me in my spirit. Sometimes it might be playing some music, one of my favorite gospel songs or whatever, just so the words of the song and the instrumentation and the arrangements and all of those things can encourage me and lift me up. Sometimes it's doing like I did earlier this evening where I went for a walk, prayed, and talked to God. These type of things, as part of my practice of faith, have kept me grounded during what I call a tough season. Because those things have allowed me to continue to connect with our Creator to connect with the Lord, and to know that God is still working and will see us through. So the first thing that has allowed me to stay stable during this time or to keep my sanity or my mental health in a pandemic is my faith in God. The second thing that has allowed me to maintain my mental health and stability is to know that my loved ones have also kept. Of course, many of you know that I have been married for over 25 years to a woman that I love very deeply, and she loves me very much. And we have loved and encouraged one another during this time. Even that discussion that I talked about earlier where she was feeling blah, and then I was feeling blah. We both have had our seasons where we've had to encourage one another. And then there are times when we both had to say, you know what? We got to figure out another way to get encouraged because both of us are feeling tired. But doing that, we have been able to maintain and to keep our strength and keep our focus during the time and season. So her love has helped me out a lot during this time and this season. 
But I want to also even talk about some more love. As we know, we've just finished up Thanksgiving holiday. One of the hard challenges of it is that we weren't able to visit our loved ones. Usually we alternate years. One year I go or we go to my in-laws. Next year she comes with my family. Every once in a while we do something together. But because of the pandemic, we weren't able to see people. We weren't even able to see our children because two of them, two of our sons had to work and our daughter was actually in another state. So what I did was I got on the iPad and we got on Zoom. We began FaceTiming and video chatting with people. I talked to my father, talked to my brother and his family, talked to my other brother, talked to my aunts, my cousins, my in-laws, my children. It was a connection that was so important. And in some ways, enriching because I could still be present with people and see loved ones that love me. And it lifted my spirits even for that period of time and season. The love of other people is important because as human beings, we're made to be in community and we are made to love. So, one of the other things that has kept me stable is that loved ones have kept me. The third thing that I really think has helped my mental health during this time and season and has kept me is the ability to serve. The ability to serve. As human beings, we, I believe we're also called to serve others. And in my particular instance, my talents, my gifts, and abilities allow me to serve others being a counselor, and being a pastor. I'm blessed to serve others, whether it's walking people through marital difficulties, helping teenagers stay focused in school when you're looking at Zoom things all day, Zoom videos all day, if you can understand that. Whether it's delivering a message that encourages people about faith in God or loving one another, or whether it's encouraging other people to continue to serve. The ability to serve makes a big difference. For me, I feel like it is my way to contribute to make our world a better place, especially during a season where it seems to be so chaotic. So. If I had to give you three tips in closing that would allow you to keep your mental health and keep your focus during this season of a pandemic, I would say the following. Number one, have faith in God. Have faith in God knowing that this season will pass and that somehow things will get better. I would say also during this season, ask God, how you should be transformed and changed. How can we be transformed and changed for the better so that we can begin to make a bigger difference? Number two, have someone who loves you and whom you love and keep in regular contact with them. It's kind of funny. Normally I call my brother on the phone once or twice a week, but lately I've been so busy that I hadn't been able to call him. So what was funny, he actually called me this week. And in the midst of it, I was talking to him. I said, man, I got five minutes between clients. 
He started updating me. He started updating me, and then I started updating him. And then five minutes later, I said, I love you. I got to go. We'll try to do things a little later on. Here's the funny thing, though. That five minutes was so important. We're made to love people. And especially during this season, it's important for us to keep in contact somehow with those we love and to love them and allow them to love us back because it makes a difference. And number three, continue to find ways to serve others. Whether it's a smile that you give someone, Maybe it's a wink because, you know, we got masks on. We can't smile when we pass people in the grocery store. Maybe it's a wink or a nod of the head. Maybe it's serving food in a pantry to someone who's hungry. Maybe it's teaching or tutoring kids in school or over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever else. Whether it's bringing healing as a medical worker, making us laugh as an entertainer, however it is, Let us continue to serve and help others using our unique talents, gifts, and abilities. Because I believe as we continue to serve, we can make some sanity happen within a chaotic world. And I believe overall that brings, for lack of a better term, it strengthens our mental health. So have faith in God. Love people and keep in contact with them and continue to serve. This is William Hemphill, pastor and mental health counselor, thanking you for listening to today's podcast. I hope it's been a blessing. We will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope that the show has been a blessing to you. If you would like more information on personal counseling, couples counseling, adoptive family counseling, or other products and services, please go to ffeonline.org. For questions about the show, please email us at faithandfamilymatterspodcast at gmail.com. 